What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? I am super excited for you guys to hear today's podcast. Normally, I keep this part super short and sweet. However, I had to do a little something extra today. One, because it's the 20th episode of the Legacy and Lifestyle Show. Two, because we have a super special guest that I have been wanting to get on the show for a while. He's my longtime friend, longtime business partner, and he has some real value and some real gems to share with you guys. Today's episode is sponsored by My Money EDU, Financial Education Redefined. So if you're an entrepreneur on the verge of giving up, if you are struggling, if you think you may not make it, if you think entrepreneurship is no longer for you, this is the podcast you want to listen to. Kenny has triumphed and he has failed, but he never gives up. He's one of the primary reasons I decided to not only become a financial advisor, but an entrepreneur. In our college days, we were on campus closing fellow students left and right with one of the network marketing businesses that he introduced me to. After taking yet another risk on himself and things didn't pan out like he hoped, Kenny packed up everything that he owned in his Mustang, moved down to Atlanta with a negative bank account balance, and just a few short years later, turned that situation and circumstance into a multi-six-figure online business and is currently building a financial empire as we speak. So you guys are truly in for a treat today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Had I not put myself out there, I wouldn't be able to help almost 2,000 people in the food they're Think about that. Right? Mm. Think about that. Whoever's listening to me. That's so powerful. It's selfish of you to not do it. Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. And I'm your host, George Palm, entrepreneur, financial advisor, fitness enthusiast, and foodie. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Legacy and Lifestyle Show. And today's guest is one of my good friends, so I suspect we'll have a good time today on the show. Entrepreneurship has been a part of his DNA from day one, from having a lawn care business as a teen, to selling knives, to network marketing, and now building a financial empire. This guest has done it all, but he's just getting started. He currently has one of the most successful online credit improvement programs and has helped nearly 9,000 people improve their credit. He's a serial entrepreneur, financial planner, investment advisor, owner of Atlanta of an Atlanta-based investment advisory firm, which is our partner in the Melanin Million movement, founder of a world-class financial education platform entitled My Money EDU, which I'm a proud partner of. He's my brother from another mother, my friend, business partner, and my old roommate post-college. Ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, Kenny Conwell. Hey man, I'm, I'm just I'm just telling the truth. So it was it was easy to craft. I didn't pull it from any website. That's just from uh, memories and experiences over the past. Gosh, what has it been? 15, 16 years at this point. Man, it's been a minute. I'm gonna I'm re, I'm gonna replay that next time I go somewhere. Hey, play my intro, play my intro. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, Kenny Kenny's a no nonsense kind of guy. So 
I want to get right into it. We'll, we'll have some fun at some point in the podcast, but I want to get right into it with some of the nuggets I know that are going to be very valuable for you guys. So as I mentioned in your bio, entrepreneurship has always been a part of who you are. What made you want to be an entrepreneur? Because, you know, it's, not, it's all glamorized on social media now, but you've been in this game for what? I mean, how long has it been, Kenny? Over, over 10, 15 years at this point? Yeah, yeah. And if we include if we include my cutting grass days, it's been about twenty one years. Twenty one uh, years as know. an entrepreneur. Yeah. So so what yeah, made you want to get into this what, what made you want to go this route, this uphill nonstop uphill battle? You know, George, I really that's a good question, man. I um I don't know, I've just always been this way. You know, I think it's just it's just always been something inside of me. Uh, and you know, ever since I was little I've always I've always visualized myself as a successful business person, and I've always, you know, wanted to be um, in business for myself and, you know, call my own shots. And I think also, too, it just has a lot to do with just my personality. You know, it's not that I don't, I'm humble enough to take direction. I'm humble enough to take correction. I'm humble enough to understand when I need to change course for whatever it is. But at the same time, don't tell me what to do. And it's almost like, it's almost like, hey, look, I can figure it out, I can make it happen. That's just been my personality, man. And, you know, one thing led to another, and, you know, here I am now. Cool, cool. Because I remember back in college when, you know, folks were, you know, having fun, pleasure fraternities. Not to say you didn't have fun in college, but you would jokingly say, what was that? What would you say your fraternity was? GDI. <laughs> and for the and for the sake of the fact that uh, my podcast does not have the explicit rating on it, we'll just we'll just let you guys assume what that means. But yeah, Kenny's always been about this entrepreneurship life. Uh, so you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't talk about in entrepreneurship is that it's incredibly that it's incredibly challenging. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey and some of the ups and downs that you've experienced up until this point? Yeah. Um, Don't be afraid to humble yourself and have a job. 
set up with being pragmatic about making smart business decisions. And then eventually, at some point, uh, you'll be able to look up and see, wow, I've been able to you know, create all this. I summed that up with this last thing, and I wish I would have had this knowledge before. On top of everything I just said, stick in the moment. Don't, you know, learn from the past. Use the past as something that you can, you can kind of, so well, first, let me do something differently, but don't, don't really put yourself in the future. Okay, just live in this moment. So whoever's listening to this podcast, whoever you're listening to it, the most important thing you have for this moment. Don't put yourself in future jail. But I'm going to do this by this. No, no, Just live in this moment. Be pragmatic. Understand it's going to be lonely. Understand it's going to be tough. And realize that if you if you truly are serving people, if you truly have a passion for whatever you're doing, you will attract the right resources, relationships, and everything else to help you continue to grow your your um, your ideas from a business. That's good. That's good. Appreciate you sharing that. And so um, when you're in that moment, right, or you feel like you're facing failure and it's maybe not this first time or the second time, maybe it's the fifth time or 10th time something hasn't gone according to plan. Like what was it, you know, inside of you that said, I'm not going to quit? Of course, I know you thought about quitting. I mean, we joke about this all the time. It's like, man, I I quit today, right? Of course, you thought about it, you know, several times over. But what ultimately kept you, you know, continuing to stay in the fight and keep going? I mean, I just believe. You know, I, I just believe. I just believe it's possible. And and that that's really it, man. I, I just believe. And because I believe, I just do. And that's really what's been, been, been keeping me in the game. And then, you know what? And honestly... Let me let me pull back the let me pull back the, the, the onion a little bit more because one of the things I've been able to do or, or I still do is a lot of introspection, a lot of reflection. And when I when I really truly honestly think about it, I think the reason why I've just stuck with entrepreneurship and building a business is because of my father. And the reason why is because, you know, though my dad's not an entrepreneur, this man is, you know, he, he won't ever give up. Like, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen my dad give up on anything. Now, and, and the biggest challenge I've seen him overcome, and he still overcomes to this day, is himself. And, you know, despite whatever, I mean, my dad could, you know, get something up on his body, and then you say, whatever, I've been cut for shaving. <laughs> we keep on going. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you bring it up. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, because as soon as you said it, it made me think about it. So, Kenny and I were moving a pool table. We thought we were fancy. Uh, it was uh, my first, I guess, apartment after I graduated. I don't know if that was your first apartment or not, but. Um, yeah, and so we felt pretty good about it. It was a nice place. To this day, I feel like it's pretty, probably would still be considered a nice place. Yeah, and so instead of having a dining room table because we had a huge island, we decided, hey, let's let's put a pool table over there, fit you know relatively perfectly. And so his parents were gracious gracious enough to allow us to uh, to have the pool table. And so we were moving the pool table. It was three of us. So I, you know, back then I was a meathead. I, mean, I still work out to this day, but back then, I mean, my neck and my shoulders were were, 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 were the same thing. And so you know, I'm like, I, I can do it on my own. I'm on one side, both of them on the on the other side. And we're getting off the truck and I slip and the, the edge of the pool table hits me on the top of the head. And so I'm bleeding. I'm low-key tripping on the inside. But I don't say anything about it. I'm just like, yo, I'm bleeding. And his dad kind of looks at me. 
He called me. His dad calls me Auto Bell. My last name is Action Paul. Uh, he says, he says, they, him and Kenny look at each other. They laugh, and he says, I, I've been cut worse shaving, and let's kept it moving. And we had, and we had to finish moving that pool table up two flights of stairs. So, so yeah. So his dad is resilient. So now that you now that you bring that up, I can see see where you get that from. Yeah, he's a real good yeah, dude. So, so that's where I get it from. When I stop and I think about it because I'm, I'm so I'm so grateful to my parents. So grateful for them. But that's that's truly and honestly where it comes from. So it's not that being that my dad's an entrepreneur, I just took those same principles that I that he kind of instilled in me, and then it just applied in entrepreneurship. Got you. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, one of the things that I know about you personally is that you invest a lot in yourself, right? I've often said that I don't know anybody else on this, on this planet that will bet more on themselves than Kenny Conwell. And so if you could talk, talk to us a little bit about the importance of investing in yourself and what, it, and what that means to you and how that's played a major role in your success and resilience as an entrepreneur. Uh, you sent me a video the other day that kind of just summed this up by uh, uh, our good friend Grant Cardone. But be willing to go broke, man. Be willing to go broke. And be willing because if you believe in your hustle, if you believe in what it is that you're doing, then you'll be all right. So I don't I don't know how much I've spent at this point. I didn't even say spent. I've invested inside of my own personal development. But every time I've invested, I've always been without the money in the moment. But I, I obtained the knowledge, and then I went out and executed on the knowledge, and then I got the money back plus some, you know, so I cannot, and then the other thing too is, if you're going down the road of whatever it is, and someone has already done something that you're trying to do, and they're saying, hey, look, you can hire me as a consultant, you can pay me as a shortcut, I'll do it for you, or you can learn from me. Then it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out that, hey, look, we're just paying this fee because it's it's, it's cost. And that way, it either saves me all the the, 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 the the frustration, all the unnecessary things, because I'm, I'm going to get direct, you know, information about how to be successful. So, you know, that's, that's with working out. That's with health. That's with, obviously, with marketing. That's with entrepreneurship. So, you know, I, at this point, I'm probably interested, I don't know. I'll be conservative and say at least about 20 grand at this point this year, 2016, in just my own personal development. And I'm being conservative because I haven't counted it all out. But it just goes to show you, you know, I probably spent more money on my personal development this year than some people spend half the salary. And I'm not saying it to be arrogant or boastful. I'm saying it to say that the more and more you continue to invest, the better the outcomes come to be because your thinking is different. You have knowledge, they can execute. So, um, yeah, I, I just cannot stress enough the importance of investing in your education. But also, I want to also say this in the same light. Just don't get the information, don't do anything. Mm. If you get the information, get the information and execute. Right. Right? Get that information and do something with it. It's all, oh, I bought that course. And, okay, well, you bought the course, but what, what did you do with the course? Right? What did you execute? So go out there and get to realize uh, information and, and some data, I should say, with what you what you've gotten with that information. When you say that, it brings up two quotes that come to mind that I've heard you say countless times. Uh, one, I think, from Jim Rome is, "You get paid for the value." You bring to the marketplace, right? And so the way you bring more value to the marketplace is becoming more valuable. How do you become right. more valuable? By investing in yourself. 
right? The other right. quote that comes to mind is success leaves clues. To Kenny's point, if there's someone that has proven, now proven is the key, because in this age of internet, everybody's an expert and entrepreneur and blah, blah, blah. But if they've proven themselves, why not expedite your learning curve? Because success leaves clues, right? And so I think that's right. one thing that, I mean, two quotes that I've, I know that I've originally heard from you, regardless of where they came from. And I think that that really resonated with the statement that you just made. Right. Do a second some real quick because I feel like this is important. Piggybacking up what you just said, proven, proven. You know, in my in my green days and my novice days, and I'm still humble enough to say I'm still matriculating as an entrepreneur, but I've been around the block times at this point. You know, somebody would sell me a dream and I would latch onto it, but they didn't prove to me necessarily that they had the results. They would just tell me on a vision. So it's really important to, to, to make sure that whoever you're learning from they have a proven track record and that they're at, they're actually able to produce what they're telling you, not just selling you something so they can be benefited financially. Kind of like what you're saying about the whole age you with social media and all this and all of that. Right, it's very... It's very verified numbers. Yeah, it's very true. I think at two, pod, two podcast episodes ago, I talked a little bit about that. It's just like, you know... People have these free downloads and, you know, these guides and all that stuff. And that's cool. And you're trying to build your business online. But the more of the story is you'll build your business a lot quicker if you can prove that you got the results. Right. It's like everybody's from the show me state. Right. If if I'm a I use fitness as the example because it's the most visual. But like if I'm a personal trainer and I say, hey, look, I can get you in the best shape of your life. And I got a gut or I'm skinny fat, as Kenny likes to say. Like how, how, how sway, like how am I, how am I going to get you there? And I haven't gotten it. Now I get, the, I get the idea of maybe you were a coach, maybe in your heyday, you, you knew how to do it. That's cool. But again, there's still a proven track record that you can probably reference. But if right here and right now, you're telling me that you can do X, Y, and Z and you don't got the results. Nah, I just, I just don't see it. So, so again, I think that all ties back into Kenny's point of just investing in yourself because if you invest in yourself, that means you're going to improve yourself. If you improve yourself, you're going to get some kind of result. If you get some kind of some kind of result, you can then sell that result right to other people, basically, which we'll get into a little bit later about one of the programs that Kenny has running currently. All right, so uh, you know, I remember back in 2010, you were telling me about uh, internet marketing, and it might have been might have been before that. And, you know, that you can make money in your sleep, you can make money online. And I'm gonna be honest, back then, like, it, it sounded good, but I didn't really wrap my head around, like, what that really meant, right? And so, and at that time, there wasn't a whole lot of people, at least in my my sphere of influence, that was doing it or was in tune with it. So you were kind of the outsider at that time, but you were on to something way back then, just to show you guys, like, how much investment that he's made into himself. And so I bring that up to say that you started a credit program, uh, a self-improvement credit program. Was it in 2016? Yeah. It was yeah, 2016. Launched in 2016. Okay. And he's helped since then to this date. He's helped nearly 10,000 people improve their credit through an online, relatively fully automated platform. I say relatively fully automated because. There's so much that he, he had to put into it. I want to sell this dream like he posted it online and then all the sales start coming in, started coming in. There was a lot of nuance and a lot of effort and a lot of thought process that went into making it automated. But since then, you've helped nearly 10,000 people improve their credit. So my question is this. What made you create it and how did you do it? Back to what you just said, man. <laughs> yeah. You remember how my, you remember what happened back in um, 2012 when I put it, I risked it all. Risked it all, yeah. Deal. Yeah. And and it, 
know, uh, it did not it did not go out. It did not pan out the way it was supposed to pan out. And matter of fact, I couldn't even pay my half the rent at the time. You know, um, we were living together. Like that's how bad it got me financially. Of course, that messed up my credit. Um, so I just uh, even my car went up repossession at the time. So you know, I remember I remember we was at your spot, and I was like, you gotta get a job. You know, and you just kind of. You, you didn't disagree with me. You kind of was like, yeah, you probably did. You know, and then you kind of have a tough conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and have a tough, and have a tough, you know, reality check. And, you know, real living the fact that, hey, was the loss everything. And um, I had to start from scratch. So from that, you know, I moved to Atlanta, got a job, a sell job, um, and was able to, you know, do a, a job selling insurance over the phone. Of course, I killed it and got myself out of that hole. Started making some really good money. Um, in 2016, I think 2014 made some really good money, and I think in 2015 I started doing six figures. Between 2014 and 2016, I started doing six figures. Just selling insurance. I call it trapping insurance. That's literally what I was doing. I was trapping policies. I literally show up and say, "Look, I got this work for you. What's good?" <laughs> That's literally what I was yeah, doing. I, I remember that. I remember that. You you had built out a whole business model around that too. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah but I just had to get the money, but I, I, I picked that up because I was making good money. I was like, hey, look, I can't be making this good money. My credit's not. So, you know, I started to figure out, you know, different things about credit. And, and the next thing you know, I you know, bought this, did this, invested here. Next thing you know, over, over the course of 13 months, I improved my credit to 224 points. 224 and, um, points, wow. Yeah, I mean, you, you remember we, we had a, um, we were in a group chat at the time, and I shared, I shared it in the group chat, and everybody was like, yo, why did you do that? And then it was at the time where, prior to that, um, prior to that, I was trying to figure out, okay, what can I do to create some type of, you know, online product that's going to work? Because prior to this, I tried to create products about budgeting, didn't really work, ebooks didn't really work. And, you know, we tried to do a few things that say they work and it didn't really pop like that. And then I said, ah, I got results with this. Let me do this. And then that's kind of how it went off. I just got the results, documented the results, and then just created a program around it. And yeah. didn't even think that it would even do well. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but like the key word was there, got results. Like so many people want to be experts in things that they like, things that they enjoy. No, you got to be an expert in something that you've actually gotten results in, right? So, like, people, people ask me all the time, like, I got this public speaking engagement. What am I going to talk about? How am I going to do it? If you're talking from truth, if you're talking from the heart, if you're talking from something that you've done, it's easy, right? So, many, it's like, stop trying to sell the perception of who you want to be before you actually get there, right? And so, I think that's what you did. Like, you doubled down, you humbled yourself. Um, and you got the results and, and it's funny. I remember, I remember, I remember like having conversations. I can't remember the exact year, but it was probably 20, 2012, 2013. And you used to, used to say things like, you know what? I'm going to get the results. And at that time, I don't necessarily think it was, it was for the credit program, but it was, you were trying to sell up, you were trying to sell us or other people on something that probably was true, but you just personally hadn't gotten those results yet. So you said, you know what? I'm just going to get the results. And that was your thing from that point on. And then you come back on the scene two and a half years later, and here we are. You got the results in the insurance business. You got got the results um, with your personal credit. And then, hey, everybody's from the show me state. 
you don't gotta take my word for it. Go hit, go go to uh, creditkarma.com and check out my uh, check out my score, right? And so I think right. that's so important because so many people like they just want to depict who they are, which I get. Project project what you want. You know the universe is powerful. Absolutely speak that. But before you try to sell somebody on something, get some results. It'll be so much easier. Uh-huh. It'll be so much easier yeah. because yeah. then you're trying to finesse your yeah. way through it when you don't got the results because you don't really know the process because you haven't went through it. Right. Would you agree? Right. And what's, yeah, I would agree. And what's interesting about that, you know, fast forwarding to where I am now in 2018 versus starting with all of this stuff back in, uh, you know, back in my internet marketing days, I did have to get the results. And, you know, I was applying some of the techniques, which is why I was able to, you know, create a six-figure insurance um, agency from scratch here in Atlanta. I was applying some of the same techniques that I learned, but I was applying insurance. You know, and then I even, you know, had, had a few agents who was doing real well financially as well, but I just kind of got burnt out with that because you know, the, you know, the whole thing we had with, this, with our, our business business partner, which we only have to go into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, have, we have to go into that. Yeah. But I just really just started applying a thing, and then, you know, we had a strategic shift to say, you know, I just want to get out of insurance and really get into financial planning and, and, and investment management and also online. You know, and then I, I had a, um, a, one of our friends, I would always tell him about all of these things, about the results he would do. And one of the, one of the ideas that I had dropped to one of my good friends, who's very successful at this point, like, hey, why don't you just create an ebook, right? And that ebook turned in, that me just telling him to create an ebook, turned to him creating an ebook, which turned him creating a company called Results in 28 Days, right? And it's crazy that he took that idea and literally built a multi-million dollar business just for me just telling you to create this ebook and do a few things here, right? And I bring him up because it was like, Kenny, just show me the results. Show me the results and I'll do it. Show me the results and I'll do it, right? Yeah. And I just really feel like that's important because you have to be able to go you, and it's almost like the, this is the kind of like the conundrum between investing in your education versus implementing, which is why I was really Adam and early on in our, on our podcast here today, we just don't get the information input. You can go out and get and read and hypothecate all this stuff, one, two, three, lowest, all this stuff, but if you don't implement it, you don't have any results. If you don't have any results, you don't have any track record, you don't have any credibility. So though you conceptually believe it's going to work, why don't you go put your money where your mouth is and actually apply what you think is going to work? Mm. And that's, what, that's really what it's the role. Mm. Now you, said, you said an important word there. Um, so basically, it's rooted down to conviction, right? Because once you know that it works, you don't, you don't mind screaming from the rooftops because you got proof. I think I think intrinsically right. or subconsciously, the reason why a lot of people's businesses aren't successful is because they think to themselves, "Well, shoot, like, is this really gonna work?" Right? They don't know, right? But like, they hope it does. It sounds good in theory, but if you don't have the results, you don't necessarily have that conviction that it will work. You just have the Correct. idea and thought and hope that you'll make some money and that people will believe you because it sounds good. Okay, yep. so so nearly ten thousand people is a whole lot of people to help, right? Probably, I'd, I'd imagine ninety five percent of who you probably don't even know. I'd imagine. I don't know the exact statistics, but yeah. um, can you help us understand how you were able to reach so many people? Like, can you walk us through the process of your marketing and advertising strategy, at least high level, um, so we so we can kind of get an idea of how you were able to have such a, a large impact in a, in a relatively short amount of time? Sure, sure. I'll break it down in five phases. 
So phase number one is you got to be able to obviously have some results. So, you know, you, and then you want to package those results to some type of digital good or digital process that, that somebody else is going to be able to replicate. Now, with us both being in the personal finance space, I was able to infuse some of my personal finance tips and information inside of my program. So the first, the very first thing is getting a clear-cut picture of what the, what the results are that you have and then creating a program step-by-step step around that. Then, once you've done that, or once you start to create what I call a framework, you then want to start to figure out all the technical stuff associated with how you're going to, you know, where you're going to put this at, you know, where it's going to be hosted, where is it going to, you know, even, you know, be. Um, and I think before we even go there, the preface of this is, okay, you want to have the results package it up, but you want to also make sure what you're offering or that what you're going to offer is going to resonate with a specific target market or group of people, which I'll come back to that. So you package everything up, you get all the technical stuff associated you know, with it, then you want to start to build out what I call your front end of the actual site, which means you want to build out what you're going to put the market is going to see. Once you build out what the market's going to see, you then start to build out what I call a sales funnel. Now you're selling. This is phase. This is phase four. You start to build out all a funnel to do all the selling and the telling for you, so that you don't have to do it. And then you do phase five, which is creating a marketing strategy that's going to drive people to the funnel that's going to then sell the product that you just created. Mm. Powerful. Powerful. And so what I've learned and what I'm, I should say what I'm learning because I'm in the process now, one of, of partnering with Kenny and collaborating with Kenny on a couple of uh, initiatives that he's launched uh, that I'll, that I'll be plugging into, which is a clue, right? I'm a, by some, some people's standard, a successful entrepreneur, but I'm willing to humble myself to collaborate with someone who's gotten results in exponentially growing that on the internet, right? And so... Uh, I say that I say that to say that did you ever imagine that you would help this many people? Like I knew you always talked about belief. I knew you always talked about you know you had the I, the heart and the resilience and the idea that this was going to work. But did you ever imagine that you'd help this many people? No, I, I didn't think that would happen. Um, and what's, what's interesting about it is when I first started this process, I know I said that the end part of it was driving advertising and doing anal ads. Um, but I also took that same video, and at first I had the video on private on YouTube, unlisted. And then I released it, and then you know the thing went viral. So I had no clue that this many people would want to, I would want to help. But I did. I did realize that if I did the background work, basically all those steps that I just outlined to you on the front end, that even if it didn't reach as many people as it did, it would still make a really good impact when it did reach somebody. So even if it was 10 people a day that saw you know, I would monetize the heck out of those 10 people. But I had no clue, you know, at this point, you know, I would help this many people. I just did, you know. I, yeah. It was just more so I'm just going to put this out here, and you know, whoever wants to access it is going to access it. Of course, I'm, I'm a systems person, so I'm going to put the systems in place to make sure you know it works. But I had no clue this many people would, would, would need it. And I think that's the other thing I, I, uh, I should have brought up when you were asking about what it takes. I think it's really important to identify 
a pain pill. It's, uh, it's really important to identify something that you're doing, whatever your results are, and then instead of framing a vitamin, frame up a pill that's going to solve their pain in a moment. And I believe the reason why this is reached so many people is because credit is obviously a pain that a lot of people have, and it's, it's I'm essentially giving them the pill with my program. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I know what I was going to say. Actually, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I kind of swagged my way through to that next point. What I really wanted to say when Kenny was talking before that is the reason the reason why I'm partnering with him and learning from him in this capacity is because what I've learned so far is that when you put a lot of front-end effort, he used, he used the term front-end as it relates to what the client sees or customer sees, but when you put a lot of front-loaded effort into building out this system, it does require a lot on the front end, but when you do that, as you can see, the results are and possibilities are endless. Because what it requires you to do is it requires you to remove yourself from the process and say, okay, if I'm not here and a person is going to have this question, how am I going to overcome it? Right? If a person is right. going to say no to this, what is the next logical step to lead them to that? Right? Like you literally have to think through every nuance of your process, which I can say from a little bit of experience makes you that much better at what you do because when you're a charismatic person or you're if you're an entrepreneur, you got some level of confidence, just period, point blank period. And so, you know, oftentimes I know I've gone into meetings and just like, well, I don't really need to prepare for it because it's like I'm gonna swag my way through it. We to this day we still laugh about that kind of stuff. But when you're we so both, yeah, we both do. Yeah, but when you're selling something online, you don't have that luxury, right? Because right. you're not in front of that person. There is no swagging your way through. Like that thing has to be articulated well. It has to be fine tuned. It has to be quick. It has to be um, it has to be really well thought out. So I say that to say that if nothing else, building out an and we actually had this conversation. At, I think it was at West Egg, like a few, maybe a little bit before you started the, the, the online program. It was like. Yeah, this was, yeah. yeah, it's like if, you, if, if nothing else, like do this because you, you don't have to keep reinventing the wheel. Stop resending that email. Right. Stop, you know, it's, it becomes your selfishly, you're almost your FAQ, right? So even if Kenny was face to face selling credit programs, which is probably laughable at this point based upon how many people he's helped, at the end of the day, it still would have made sense for him to create some kind of FAQ system so that when people have questions, it's like, hey, look. Just go to this. Go to this link. Read this, and that kind of thought process evolved into something much bigger than either one of us could conceptualize. And he's created a, a powerhouse of a program. So that's what I was trying to connect the dots on. But again, I, I did what I just talked about, and I swag my swag my way through to the next point uh, with that. With that doing. Uh, so we talked about results a lot. We talked about results a lot. So now, now, if you will, let's talk. Let's talk some numbers. So. Based upon the amount of people that you've helped, uh, walk us through, you know, how how your how much your program costs, and approximately how much has generated has been generated income wise off this program since inception. If you're okay sharing at least a high level version of that. I honestly don't know how much, but I would just be concerned and say about a quarter million has been created okay. since, since the inception of the program, and um. You know, and, and I don't know if that's a high or low bar, but it's just throwing them out there. But I would say at least that. And from the, the, the um, I guess the uh, low, like the numbers, I have like a $9 program, a $97 program, um, a two payment $7 program. We just recently launched out now a, a membership, which, you know, which will be, you know, taken up as well. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's what we've been able to do. Like last month, you know, I don't know, I think we about 
1,400, like 1,400, 1,500 new customers. In um, one month? We had our best month we ever had, we had, we had our best month we ever had last month. Uh, I think it was about like 31, 32 grand or something like that. Um, but you know, and, and you know, we're on track to probably like 40, 45 this month. And it's just, again, it, 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 those, those, those numbers sound crazy, but it's, 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 it's totally doable just because of all the, the background work that I was able to do. And I'm gonna say this too, it's about systems, right? It's about systems, it's about putting a structure in place that's going to be able to work without you, independently of you. And a lot of people, they, they in entrepreneurship, you've got three stages. You've got the, you know, you've got the self-employment stage. Right? Well, you, you're the one doing all the work, right? A lot of people try to skip the self-employment stage because like, well, I'll, you know, I want to skip self-employment stage and get to the business owner stage where I can start delegating. But no, 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 you got to be in the self-employment stage, right? And then you start to transition to the business owner stage where you're able to start to hire people, get people on you, get people on your team. And then you start to transition into the investor stage where you can take money and invest in certain, certain aspects. Too many people think they can just go out, get an investor, or be in the investor stage, but they're willing to go through the grunt work. They're willing to go through the legwork, right? To, to get it even to where it is, all that stuff that we were t- talking about before. So, so that entrepreneur who's out here listening, you know, to, to me, I just want you to understand, and this is something I, I've come to realize, it's a lot easier to make eight, seven figures than it is six figures. Because when you're making seven figures, that means you have team, you have infrastructure, you have systems in place. When you're making six figures, you're the one doing everything. But it's okay, but you still have to go through that process because when you do hire someone, that individual, you, you need to be able to teach that individual how they can do your job, right? Or how they can do the job that, you, that, that you're now delegating. Yeah. So, um, no, that's very true because, I mean, again, I, we we have our, our entrepreneurial uh, combos, <laughs> our frustration sessions. And one of the things that, you know, we, we both realize is that if you don't, how can I say this? Like, you, you'll spend just as much time trying to delegate something to somebody if it's if the infrastructure is not there or if they're not the right person, then you, then you would just doing it yourself. So you got to make sure you really have those processes ironed out. And then two, accept responsibility for being at a place financially, again, not skipping the self, self-employment stage to where you can hire the right people. Like, you, you know, you have your transition Correct. phase, right? Where it's like, I'm going to get somebody to do some work for me and, you know, we're, we're going to get through it. But at some point, you got to accept responsibility and not be mad at the person, but be mad at the fact that either one, your systems weren't set up for success or two, right. you didn't hire the person that was most qualified for the job, maybe because you didn't have the budget or maybe because you didn't find them. But that's something that as a business owner, back to the beginning of the podcast, it's all on you. You have to accept that responsibility and you have to decide how you're going to move forward instead of, you know, complaining and being mad about so-and-so didn't do their job right. Right. All right. So moving in, moving right along to the next point. Um, I, I, I want to bring this up because I know we've talked about some high level back-end strategy systems and I know we didn't talk a lot about the details of the software and all that 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 you use but at the end of the day one thing I also know about you is you're the type of person that will get it out there to the marketplace get that thing that idea that concept out there to the marketplace I remember back when uh, we were doing newsletters in our HF days and uh kitty kitty ahead of his kitty ahead of his time right doing email marketing um, and I think you know he there was a little glitch in the system, and he sent the newsletter out, and it was this, like it was some 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 lady's name like Susan or something, Gabby, Gabby. Gabby. 
Yeah, and it, and it went out to everybody. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal, but it was just so funny because I bring that up at this point to say Kenny's the type of person he's going to try something and test it. Try it and get it out there. And the way you truly test it is to get it out there. Now, granted, you do have internal ways to, you know, test your processes, but Kenny, while we did talk about all of the infrastructure and systems that he's using, one of the things that makes him successful is speed. Like he's willing to put a product out. I think I heard it this way. If you wait to put a product out until you're you're not embarrassed of it, um, you waited too late, right? And so it's like, get it out there. So talk to us a little bit about, okay, the balance between uh, obviously putting out a quality product, but also not holding on to it until it's perfect. I mean, I'll, I'll just bring up that you gave. You know, when they made the iPhone, it was the iPhone. It wasn't the iPhone 8, 10 plus. It was the iPhone. And then upon feedback and direct, you know, involvement, they, they, they made updates. So um, it's no different when you're creating a product. So just, you know, get what I call an MVP, a minimum viable product, out there, and then just start to make, of course, don't, don't put out a, you know, a, a bad MVP, but get something out there and then just make edits along the way. You know, I just had a customer hit me up today, um, somebody who used to work on my team and no longer works on my team, and I have to accept responsibility for this because it wasn't her fault, it was my fault. I didn't audit her work. I just looked at it, looked good, and I said, all right, cool, let's implement it. Customer hit me up saying, hey, look, Kenny, there's mathematical errors in this. And she was almost, she was almost apologetic because she didn't want to approach me with it. I said, look, tell me, I, I don't... It's not going to hurt my feelings. So I expect to say today, today, 9,000 plus customers were more than 10,000 this month. A customer hits me up and tells me that one of my instructional guys has errors in it, grammatical errors, okay? And we're going to get that updated. And then this was this was updated two months ago. So I don't know prior to two months ago if it was fixed, but I'm using this as an example because, hey, I delegated this task to someone on my team they headed it up, I didn't audit their work because I looked and looked good, put it out there, got direct feedback from a customer who's going to edit it for me for free, have it to me in my inbox by Friday. Didn't even ask me to, to, for a fee. So I'm just going to upgrade her account just for her doing that. So the, the, the whole moral of that story, which I think probably plays really good into your question, is put it out there, folks. Right? Who cares? Right, of course, of course, you want to be perfect and all this, but just put it out there, right? Because at the end of the day, some people, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to get direct feedback about what you can improve anyway. Yep. But had I waited till everything was perfect, I wouldn't even have this customer, right? Who's, who's, who's willing to give me direct feedback? So, mm, that's so, powerful. Uh, don't be afraid. To, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And then, and then humble yourself. Realize that you don't know everything. Realize that you're going to make mistakes. Realize that you're going to put something out there that's not going to work. But when, when someone gives you feedback, don't take it personally, right? Because taking things personally is going to prevent you from being profitable. Take their feedback and implement it. So that's my two cents on that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, what comes to mind when you say that is is a book that you put me on uh, a number of years ago, The 4-Hour Workweek. And one of the things that, he, that Tim Ferriss said in that book is, you have to allow the small bad things to happen in order for the big good things to happen, right? Like, you know, so it's like you got to let go. You got to delegate. You got to like, okay, it may or may not be perfect. It may or may not be what I would have put out myself, whatever it is you're thinking. But if you if you don't let go of that, you'll never have the time 
and energy to move forward to allow the big good things to happen. Because as an entrepreneur, like your your primary role is the visionary. If a, if a business is really running the way that it should be, you have all these different people in these tactical roles, and then you can continue to have the foresight and vision to lead to say, this is where we need to go next. This is the direction we need right. to go, right? But you need time to do that. And so when your mind is bogged down with all these things that you probably at some point could delegate, but you don't want to delegate it because you want to micromanage, then you're actually going to hurt yourself worse. So I think that's, right. a, that's a very good, right. very good point. All right, right. So, and by the way, the four-hour work week. I want to say this: the four-hour work week is really, really kind of where all this idea came from. Like to create this, this digital product was, it was the foundation. One of the foundations of this was that book. So, by the way, if you guys have read the book, we highly recommend. Highly recommend. Highly recommend you read it. All right. So we've talked about a lot of good stuff today. Um, what advice? Um, outside of what you've already provided, what advice would you give someone trying to get started either in just entrepreneurship in general or start an online business? Like, What's one thing or, or a couple things you would share with them that you wish you would have known uh, five, five or ten years ago? All right, well, if you already see something that's working, then join that, join that whoever and, and just work with them, okay? And then learn, okay? Learn. And then the other thing, and then learn and implement it. And the other thing is, another piece of advice is just, I know I've kind of said this, but just believe, guys. I mean, just truly believe that it's possible. Believe that, that you can do it. Because believe it or not, you know, my limiting beliefs have prevented me from, from getting to another level. So you just have to really check your, 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 your belief system and realize that it's possible. Right? And you know what? You can't even say that you believe it. You could just say, well, it's possible. So that way you can start to shift your focus about whether or not you believe it to it's possible. And then just be willing to do what it takes to get to the next level, legally, morally, and ethically. So a lot of people don't realize that entrepreneurship is a 1% game. You know, so I don't want to be rude to all, my list, all your listeners here, but 99% of y'all ain't going to make it, right? So and the reason why 99% of y'all ain't going to make it is because you're not willing to do what the 1% of us are willing to do, which is pay the price, sacrifice, put it out there, embarrass ourselves. Now, and I want you to also realize the fact that I'm a financial planner, right? Also, in the life insurance, when George and I were working together, I was a financial advisor. I put out that I had messed up credit. How embarrassing is that, right? 99% of people wouldn't do that, right? So it's a 1% game, guys. So realize that you're gonna be willing to do Morally and ethically, what the 99% is not going to do. You have to be willing to sacrifice your weekends. You have to be willing to have some tough conversations. You have to be willing to sometimes let go of relationships that don't serve you, mm. right? Now, if they're not, if they're not, if they're not, you know, doing you, doing you any justice, and that's a tough thing, right? Because again, how you know, it's a one-person game, guys. So if you want to be in a one-person, if you want to continue to be about this life, you have to do everything that's going to be in alignment with that because at the end of the day I know I talk about success and beliefs and all of this stuff it's selfish of you not to had I not put myself out there I wouldn't have been able to help almost 10,000 people improve their credit think about that right mm. think about that whoever's listening to me that's so it's powerful. selfish of you to not do it that's right that's but, but, but we're too we're so oh I don't want to put it out there because I so maybe you know 
my normal thing with because I have respect for George's podcast, I'm not going to use my normal you know terminology. But now nah, you know what? Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I want to. I want to keep it real with the people. Who, who gives a shit? Put it <laughs> out there, guys. Like put it out. Like seriously. So 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 as I as a rapper man, don't be willing to invest in yourself. Make sure you believe what you're investing in, and then only share results. Don't share concepts. Share results. And sometimes, because we have respect for different relationships in our life, we'll go to you know a relationship and ask them what they think about it. When truth be told, you should be asking that relationship what they think about it because they're gonna because they care about you. They're gonna give their own point of view about why they think it won't work, why they think it can't work because they haven't even possessed the information they're believing in themselves. Mm. So really, watch who you go and talk to about what you're thinking about doing because you want to talk to people who have done it. Don't go and talk to somebody else who you may have a, a, a you know, high respect for and get their opinion because that could stagnate you from doing what you need to do because you respect the relationship more than you respect the, 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 what you're going to do because you don't believe in what you're trying to do. You believe more in their relationship you believe more in your, your own ability, right? Mm. So that's a nugget right there. A lot of y'all are not going to catch. So, you know, fast forward, you know, rewind me, me break the first play. You want to believe in what you're doing. Right, and then don't go to talk to someone who has not yet proven or given that information that they're even able to do it. Because you're going to stagnate your growth based off the comfort of having that person's uh, affinity in a relationship or influence. Mm. So that's powerful. That's really, really powerful. Uh, so. What are we? We know what you've done. We know you know a, a little bit about what you're working on. But like, what are you most excited about, um, and what can we expect from you in the near future? I mean, I'm most excited about the fact that you know we can get started, man. I'm, I'm most excited about the, the conversations, the things we put in place. Uh, just the just the ability to be able to help someone else start the journey of improving their credit, and also start teaching them the principles and concepts about whole business industry because that's something we even talked about but obviously that's been something I've been very near dear but I'm just excited about what we have going on you know at this point even with what you've done with access to me you've already got I think it's not hundreds of thousands millions of dollars of debt paid off you know what I've done with the uh, credit program almost 700,000 points increased and then with, with the melanin movement almost millions of dollars invested and we're just scratching the surface man so I'm most excited about the fact that we are putting ourselves in a position to change the generational wealth persons in the African American community based upon what efforts. And the fact that there are other individuals who need the help, and there's other individuals who want to make the extra cash, and there's other individuals who want to invest the money. We have the ability right now, we're already doing it to continue to make a huge impact. So that's what I'm most excited about. That's what gets me up. That's what keeps me going. Right? That's what makes me just, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and say that this, you know, late night and then get this done. Because at the end of the day, we are truly, 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 truly changing lives. Right? That's, that's what gets me excited, man. Hey, man. I love it. I love it, man. And, um... I appreciate you coming on the show. And, uh, Kenny, I, I, I wonder if we could do something special for our listeners, right? So, I know you have, you know, the, the credit program that has done wonders for people. We have the, the My Money EDU platform that is rolled out, but we'll be doing a lot more promoting it here soon. 
And so just curious, is there any kind of, and we don't have to figure it out on the podcast, is there any kind of special offer that we can come up with for uh, for the listeners here today? Absolutely. I think we can do um, some type of uh, discount. Okay. Um, so if you're at a place where you're, where you're looking to uh, improve your credit, what I'll do is I'll give you a special link, and we'll give you a 50% discount of our coveted program um, right now. So awesome. you'll just be able to get that if you're at a place where you need to improve your credit, and the same thing holds true for the Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll you Awesome, guys. Okay. Well, I'll be sure once this podcast goes live uh, to include that in the show notes. And last but not least, uh, this is a, cl- a question that I ask all my guests on the show, and I really feel like, in so many words, you've obviously said that um, throughout the entire episode. But I just kind of want to sum it up. Um, what are you doing today that will ensure? that you leave the legacy that you want to leave tomorrow? I am putting, being, sowing seeds in every customer, relationship, partner, online, to know that I was here and I made a difference, right? I'm sowing seeds, I'm worrying it, sowing seeds, worrying the seeds. I know it's not like an esoteric answer, but just if you, if, you, if you go out and you Google me and you see me, you'll see that something was associated with Kenya Personal Finance, and uh, you know I was able to help them out. Indeed, indeed. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, Kenny. We really enjoy having you. I know that this episode is probably going to be wildly one of the most popular because, I mean, there was a ton of gems dropped. We had some fun today, and I appreciate your time. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Until next time, guys. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show with your host, George Action Palm, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. Purpose, passion, and profit. Makes sense to me.